I tell them all the time, all the time. I still ain't figured this out. I'm in it for the long run. I still ain't figured this out, man. She says she got the hands. I still ain't figured this out. She says she got the cues. I still ain't figured this out, man. And welcome to another episode of the Crappy Awesome Podcast. It's your host, Kill C. Ray. Thank you so much for tuning in. Platformcollection.com is where you'll find us. Go there. Support the artists we support. We tell you all the time that's how you can support us. Please go there. Check out the music. Check out the vibes. A bunch of new shows on the network as well. Go there. Check out shows by Gene Flow, 2 Mech, 7 Octobers. A ton of people out there. So make sure you guys go there. But today, man, I got a really dope guest, a longtime friend. Um, I've known this man for a while now, and he's another one of those guys that you could type in uh, his name in the beginning of Platform Collection in the search module and uh, bring up a bunch of his music and a bunch of his past podcasts. We're going to be talking to him a lot about his future and where he's at right now. Ladies and gentlemen, my homie Pause One is in the house. What up, Pause One, man? I was thinking about that the other day. I took the exit by the... uh the rehearsal studio where we did the uh oh wow that's old school yeah 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 super old school yeah that guy um i remember he would let us use his his uh rehearsal studio like in exchange like for promoting him and stuff but man we'd go there sometimes um and the doors would just be open and nobody'd be there (laughs) we're just like we just had the run of it sometimes like we'd be and literally the whole day would go by we'd go in do our podcast and luckily, we were just not dudes who would steal shit, and uh, and uh, that's how it was, man. But how you been, bro? I'm good. Uh, last year, I mean, fuck, a lot of people had a rough time, so yeah. I think I just, uh, I, you know, I was playing injured. You know, I lost a lot of good friends, and uh, I mean, everybody's, you know, especially right now, like you know, with everything going on, like there's people passing left and right, and uh, that shit is never easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that coupled with the fact that like you can't do much for them because, you know, you can't really do like uh, events to raise money. You know, you can't really do much. Uh, but you do what you can. You know. Yeah. And it it, it fucks with your inspiration and things like that. But uh, shit, I made it out of that year. Uh, started off this year, trying to do uh, really just trying to complete things that I started early last year that I pushed aside to take care of, uh, personal stuff. Yeah. And, uh, trying to catch back up on that. You know what I mean? What about, um, you say you talked a little bit about like losing some of the inspiration and stuff. <clears throat> I know you've had some losses. I mean, the community's had some losses. You've been at the forefront of trying to give back to the community. You've all, you always have though, bro. Like you always have done that. Um, do you feel like, the inspiration is, is creeping back in. Is it like, what's, what's going to, what is it going to take to inspire you to get you back in like your bag? Like where you feel like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm good to push forward. Well, I feel, I feel a lot better now knowing that, uh, you know, the families are, are taken care of. Like, you know, my people's, uh, were buried properly or taken care of properly, cremated services, things like that. Uh, yeah. Helping, helping the little ones, you know, kind of transition and, you know, uh, move forward, you know, uh, losing a parent, you know, I've lost my parents. So it's kind of, it, it's not an easy transition, but, but it, it's almost like, uh, trying to find strength in that as far as the inspiration, 
now that I've kind of done that, uh, it's like, you know, if I were to, if I were to let off even a little bit, I'd be letting down the people I lost. That's right. how I see it. Yeah. So yeah. it's just kind of realigning that focus where it's like, all right, well, you know, I lost them, uh, but I didn't really lose them because they're still here. And like, if I, if I'm even a, a fraction of what they thought I was, you know, I still got to prove that, you know what I mean? I still got to strive to be better and do better uh, musically and otherwise, you know what I'm saying? Dude, what do you think That's has been, you know, watching your, like, uh, like watching your, your arc over the year, right? Like over the years and like seeing you go through the, your different journeys. Um, what do you feel like has been like in retrospect, when you look back at like where you're at now, like what has been the most effective lesson you've had? Like when it's come to like, managing your own career staying alive in this business period you know well you know there's there's always a give and a take uh you sacrifice something so because you can't make everybody happy yeah uh, i know there was <laughs> there was a quote by uh by bill cosby and i know that's not somebody that should really be quoted right now but <laughs> nonetheless it, it make, but it kind of makes sense though because he yeah. said uh, they asked him, what's the secret to success and he said uh well i don't know but I know the secret to failure and that's trying to please everybody. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you, when you take that and you look at that, the sooner you embrace that and the more you're brutally honest with yourself, you get it where, uh, there's some people that are willing, like in a, in a workplace, uh, there's people that are willing to step on whoever, however, by any means necessary to advance. Right. And they don't realize like, yo, the shit is a mountain. So on the way up, you know, you're going to see the same people on the way down. They haven't, they haven't had their way down yet. Matter of right. fact, some of them haven't even made it to the top yet. So they don't realize like, yo, there's a lot of people that you're going to see the shit rolls downhill. And, uh, that's one of the things that I kind of learned. Uh, I would say one of the, one of the more, uh, potent lessons that I learned was, um, you know, you can't save hip hop, like, yeah. uh, having, having some type of, uh, code or, or ethics or morals or principles it doesn't align with the industry with the music industry itself because uh because people can do things and say it's entertainment people can do things and hide behind other shit and and it's pretty much okay and uh i guess you know that's partly the reason why i might not be as successful as others is i kind of feel like i shouldn't have to scratch and claw and do mm. grimy shit people to advance yeah um, yeah and being vocal about it has definitely, uh, I've, I've had a bunch of people combine forces and create a bunch of silent enemies that have, you know, try to like make sure I don't end up in certain spots and positions and it's all good. That's why I fucking left. I went on tour. I set up my own tours. I was fucking out of here. Yeah. You know, went to Europe. That's the other, it's just learning from it. Like, all right, well, if this is, you guys are running this out here. Well, then you can have that. I'm out of here. You know, did you now like you, when you, a, like you said, like you picked up, like you took a lot of things on your own shoulder, bro. But I mean, this is the thing. This is as, and you know, I don't know how many times you've been, I got to imagine you've been told this a few times, but all your moves, all the moves you did that, that basically freed you from, uh, I don't know what's a be good way to like judgment really like it freed you from this judgment of you at least paying attention to the judgment like they were all the right moves and now you're seen as like one of the prototypes of how to have a independent career how to push into indie music on your own you're one of the prototypes so does it 
do you look back on it now and go like, oh, this is what I should have done anyways? Like, like there was never, there was never really an issue. Like I'm a, I'm a person who can just stand on my own. And there's, and the reason I asked this is because there's a lot of young artists who listen to this shit and not everybody's cut out to do that. Pause. You know that like we, we've been in this industry, you know, and a lot of people are not cut out to, to take the path on their own. It's hard enough with a team, but you've been able to do it, you know, largely yeah. on your, on to your own accord. Did we lose you? Oh, maybe we lost. Yeah, him. I think uh, it's definitely not for everybody. Yeah, uh, doing it on your own is not for everybody. Uh, you know, I I got to give props to people that can have a crew and maintain it because that's a lot of egos, a lot mm-hmm. of ideas, yep. you know, a lot of opinions that you got to balance in between everything that you do. And uh, to maintain it and keep it healthy and kind of move all at the same time in the same direction, that's really difficult, you know. So I, I give people props for being able to do that. I myself, uh, when I first started, I was in a couple rap groups and I got to see how a lot of that stuff doesn't necessarily work. It, I use the analogy of people being held hostage. If three or four of you are tied together in a room and there's a door on this side and a door on that side, uh, people are going to move in a different direction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people don't want to listen to the voice of reason and say, Hey, look, well, that door is closer. Well, yeah, but that door is open. So it's, it's really hard. So for me, I was like, you know what? I just want to get out the rope. You guys not to be a dick, but it's like, yo, I tried to tell you guys, you know, what I thought was the best, uh, option for us. Yeah. You didn't want to listen. So I found a way to free myself from the rope and go out and do my own fucking thing. Now yeah. in the process of doing so, it wasn't always pretty and it wasn't always easy, but you know, the only complaint that I really had was, uh, and it's, it's something that's been said forever. You know, a prophet uh-huh. is never respected in his home, in his homeland. Yeah. It's kind of like, yo, you're not embraced by your people until somebody else embraces you or until they lose you. Right. I didn't realize Nipsey Hussle had so many fans until he died. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Uh, so on and so forth. So anyway, if I had to give any piece of advice to dudes that want to take the route and do it on their own, I would say like, yo, just get tough. Just, just be, you know, when it gets, when it gets, just dig in deep, yep. stick your teeth in deeper. If it gets tougher, cause uh, in the end, you're going to break through. You're going to find a way through that shit. Uh, if you got a team, keep your team healthy, you know? Uh, but yeah, I, that, that's been my, uh, my motivation for a while. And I was just, just fucking doing myself, you know? Let me ask you this, dude. Um, on a personal level, are you, I asked, uh, you know, you know, Chesky Ramos. Yeah. So I asked Chesky on the show. Um, and this shit, this question has fucked with me ever since, man. I've been trying to ask everybody this. I asked him, I'm like, dude, you know, after you found the success, you've gone through ups and downs. Are you happy? And he's like, I stopped looking for happiness like a long time ago. He's like, I'm, I'm content. And that's, and that's like the best I feel like I'm going to get to. Are you happy? Like, are you a happy person? Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, is like, um, you know, my personal background, uh, it didn't take a lot to make me happy because we didn't have a lot. Yeah. So I found joy and happiness in the things like small shit, you know, Uh, and I kind of use that. I I still have the same perspective with this where like, you know, I might be having a shitty day. I got a message the other day where uh, someone was like, yo, the song you did called Good Man. You know, it really spoke to me. You know, I've been out of jail this long 
And, uh, you know, I've been off of heroin this long and listening to this song, like, yo, I have this shit on repeat and it motivates me to be a fucking good man. Like, it's all right that I've done bad. doesn't mean that I'm necessarily bad. Right. And uh, I could be having a shitty day, but that makes me happy. You know what I'm saying? I take that with me and little, little things like that, knowing that there's a human being out there that, uh, I mean, fuck, you know, who knows what he's, what he's been through and for him to take something that I said, and we've probably never even met. And it's something that's carrying him through his hard times. That brings me joy. To yeah. where I'm like, well, fuck, I need to sit down and write some more shit. So, uh, as far as being happy, there's times when I'm a little discouraged, a little disappointed, a little mm-hmm. disgusted with the rap shit. And yeah. I don't want to rap where I'm like, yo, what the fuck can I say? Like you guys are backing these people over here and they're doing corny shit, calling the police and doing funny weirdo shit. And these same people are saying, fuck the police. And it's this and anti-government, yada, yada, yada. But it's just, it's just the, the circus of it. Yeah. And it, and it gets, uh, gets, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth to where I'm like, who the fuck am I writing this for? It isn't until these real people, you know, I see them in person or they message me and tell me their stories. And I'm like, that's who I'm writing for. Right. You know right. Yeah. 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 And I feel like you, man, like, like I said, as someone who's watched your career grow and blossom, like I've seen your fans, you know what I mean? Like I, there's fans, you, you have heavy fans in, in, in my own company, in my own collective, you know what I mean? That are super heavy fans yeah. of you. And, uh, but I feel like you have a lot of songs like that, bro. Like you have a lot of songs that I think you could get a DM for and people say, thank you. Like you have a lot of those because you have been that person who's been able to, at the very least, not ever bend when you're speaking from like your soul. You know what I mean? Like you don't bend on that shit. Like it is how you feel. It is what you say. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I, I just wonder as a friend, because every time I let, let's let's give people a look behind the, the curtain. Every time I see Paul's, it's all smiles. It's fun. Like we, you know what I mean? Like it's always really good to see you. Um, uh, right. Yeah. And I'm I happy, feel like bro. I feel you know, like people see guys- don't see that part a lot, though. Well, the thing is, is you can't really walk around and show your teeth all the time because then people think you're weak. And what sucks about this mm. industry is uh, people are constantly looking at you like prey. There's yeah. opportunists out there that are waiting for that, that little uh, that little gap to kind of slide in and yeah. you take your position to take something from you. And uh, unfortunately, you know, you can't really do that too much. You can't really show uh, you can't really express how happy that shit really does make you. You know what I'm saying? There's been times where. Uh, Early on, when I first came into it, I was genuinely just happy to be here, to be embraced by the community, to have people, you know, let me get on stage, open mic, freestyle, you know, yeah. get your props. Like, I was just, I was super fucking happy. And uh, then I, it wasn't until I saw behind the curtain where I was like, oh, shit, like, that guy doesn't like that guy and that's why that <laughs> happened or she's dating this guy and that's why this guy or yeah. this one like it got to the point where it wasn't even about hip-hop like it was the hip-hop aspect of it was completely irrelevant and uh i was like yo i didn't sign up for this like i can't rap with this guy because that guy i don't like him but i don't even know that guy shit i barely know this guy yeah and so on and so forth so it just got real weird and then i started noticing like the guys that i would bring on board and be like, yo, this dude is dope. Check him out. And I'll, you know, he's rolling with me. First chance they get, they throw me under the bus. Hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, that sucked. Uh, 
And then just little by little, you start to develop this thick skin and you kind of start to shell up a bit and you don't smile as much because, you know, you don't want the, you don't want to invite those same people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it feels like, yeah, and I definitely understand. And it's important that young artists learn that part too. I think a lot of people think that it's, like the one, like they think the music industry is actually like a safe place to be, and it's nowhere near a safe place to be. You know, it's not like no. a safe thing. Because it, it fucks with you mentally, it fucks with you emotionally, mm-hmm. on a lot of different levels, financially too. Like there's so many different levels, your energy, everything. Like, uh, you know, this is supposed to be your outlet. This is supposed to be the sanctuary. This is where you express yourself, things like that. And uh, it, it's it's really not. It's kind of like uh, the devil sits in a front row at church. Yeah, yeah. The expression. Yeah. So, you know, you, you come into hip-hop thinking, you know, I'm just going to do my shit and, you know, I'm going to get busy. People are either going to like it or they don't. But then you don't realize there's so many mechanics. You know, people are behind the scenes trying to push you out or push you in a certain direction. And I don't mean to say make it sound like it's all bad because it's not all bad. For but sure, for sure. That's, that's the reason why I don't smile as much. But... There's people that I fuck with when I see them, they know. Like, yeah. as soon as you see me in a spot, you know it's all good. Like, Absolutely. homeboy in the video right here. Yeah. As soon as you see me, like, you know it's genuine, you're good. Uh, when I see people, I know I'm in a good place. And I don't care who else is there, the phonies could be there, whatever. But there's certain people. And uh, for the most part, yeah, I'm, I'm having a good time, you know? Let me ask you this, dude. Like, you, do you know... Because you know how it is too, and this is like some of the people who a lot of times have bad intentions within the industry, um, and you run into those people. We definitely have run into those people at times, and you like they always seem to think that nobody else is recognizing it. You know what I mean? Or like people don't know each other. And so when you talk about like people who have definitely like that, you know for sure, like these motherfuckers have calculated some things against me like do you know ex- like in your mind are you like i know exactly who that is like i know exactly well, the thing who is, that is. is like the thing is is you don't want to fall into the paranoia of like everyone's out to get me because mm-hmm. it's definitely not the case that's some su- super egomaniac shit to think like yo everyone that's to me that's that's not the case yeah uh what it is is uh i've developed you know a keen eye and it's you know kept me alive this long right being in a situations i've been in where i've grown up you know in in jail in the streets and and you know i kind of use the same uh lenses in hip-hop it's it's definitely not as uh as dramatic as that where you know your your life is threatened you know that's not necessarily the case but having having that same you know point of view you're able to kind of you're able to x-ray through a lot of people and see and sometimes like i'll see people do things to other people it doesn't affect me directly, but yeah. I'm just like, all right, I can't fuck with that person. Yeah, I get you on um, that. And, you know, and, and I won't necessarily even call that person out for that. Right, just, but you'll not I, fuck with them. I just won't. And then you'll yep. they'll, they'll DM. I got a DM this morning from a dude that I did a song with, one of my more popular songs. And, uh, yo, bro, my bad about what happened. Uh, you know, uh, I was in a bad spot, da 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 and truthfully, like the dude did a bunch of grimy shit. So I don't know what the fuck he's apologizing for, which infraction it is. <laughs> yeah, My yeah, point yeah. Is, I read it. I didn't respond. There's really no need. So here's the one thing, bro. And I say this for you and all the homies, you know, yep. at platform, 
it's like this. I don't want anybody to uh, to play two-faced with you. Yeah. Because you guys have been nothing but solid with me. Yeah. So, you know, and that's, that hasn't happened. But I'm just saying, those are the types of individuals that I, I keep an eye out for. And I kind of, you know, like, yo, yeah, dude is this or that. Now, recently, yep. I had a, a, a friend of mine, a producer, DJ that I'm working with. Uh, somebody owed him some money. Uh, he went to collect his money and they try to call the police on him and say they were assaulted. Luckily, he has a video that says otherwise. Uh, they they called and they dropped the charges yeah. because the video conflicted with the police report. Now, it's things like that. Like I, I stick my neck out for dude for multiple reasons. One is because that's the homie. He's got a family. I, I've met his, his wife and his kid. When my homie wreck one died, he was quick to donate money. No hesitation. Uh Aside from that, the people that are accusing him of this, one of them, the dude has been two-faced from fucking day one. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like that kind of stuff needs to be exercised and kind of pushed out of the underground because all it does is breed more of the same. Yeah, it's because poison. Because people idolize this dude. The young 22-year-old rappers looking at this 30-something-year-old dude, and he's the archetype. He's the model for, well, he's dope. Look at his followers. Look at the clout he has. I just have to shadow his moves and one day I'll be him. Yeah. And uh, it just breeds more of the same. So yeah. for me, I'm like, nah, I can't, I can't let that fly on different levels. But that's a whole nother animal. No, I feel you. And I think that there, there's one thing that <clears throat> I know this for sure. Again, watching you know, it from an industry side, watching it from a fan side as well, like, when you can when you can look back at your career and go, I said this, I said this, I said this, and now we look back on that and you were right on that, that, and that. I mean, it builds to me, it builds this legacy that you're building already. Like at this point, to me, pause, you don't need anybody. Like, you don't need anybody. Like, obviously the homies will always back you up, but you just I can't see it. Like, bro, like you, I'm telling you, when I can go to places where I've never met anybody there and they're like, yo, hey, you know, you know about pause one. Like to me, that that I'm just like, damn, yeah, he's that's that's it. He's he's made it, right? Like at that point, you're everything you say you are at the very least. You know what well, I mean? You know what, it, you know what it is, is like it's unfortunate, but it's it it's it happens, it's it's human nature. Is like uh I don't know if you ever seen the movie Braveheart, you know, I'm mm -hmm. a big movie guy. Mm -hmm. But there's a scene where the dude, uh, he's, they think he's crazy. And uh, he actually, the dude, two guys approach uh, William Wallace. And the yeah. dude that approaches him, one is kind of nutty. And the other one is like professing his fake loyalty. Right, 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 right. I remember this. William yeah. Wallace is out hunting a deer. The crazy dude is, is running with an axe. William Wallace is about to hit him with the arrow. The dude throws the axe. And he's actually hitting the dude behind him who was going to kill William Wallace. Yeah. The phony dude acting like he was overly loyal turned out to be the biggest snake. And it was the crazy guy. It was the crazy dude that was like, yo, that guy was never right. Uh, it's kind of like the 50 cent movie when a dude says, uh, he's like, uh, it's like when I'm wrong, I'm right. You know, and, and he goes on this whole thing and it kind of loops around. He's like, and I could be wrong right now, but I'm right. Yeah. And in hindsight, I've, I've said things about certain people in certain situations. 
five years later, people were like, damn, bro, you called that one. And the only reason why yeah. I called it out was not because, you know, I'm trying to uh, gain clout or kick up dust. No, it's because I want to keep the scene healthy. Yeah. I want people like you to thrive. I want yeah. people to thrive. I want the youngsters to come up and be able to do their fucking thing without some outdated fucking dinosaur doing scumbag shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. And, uh, but again, I can't save hip hop. I did a crusade a while back. Uh, I tried to step up and stand for something. Everybody was said they were behind me. And when I was vocal about stuff, nobody stepped up. So now I just kind of regressed, stepped back. And I just did for myself, but I got to call them out when I see them still every now and then, you know, I got you. I got you. And thank God, honestly, thank God for pause one. Yo, let me ask you this. Um, musically, where's your mind at right now? What do you feel like? Like, I want to, what do you have to put out to the world? Like for 2021, do you feel like there's already something starting to bubble inside you? You feel like, okay, I got some things to say already. Well, yeah, the last, the last project dance on my grave was basically, Mm -hmm. uh, it was basically saying like, yo, people don't celebrate you while you're, where you're alive. But as soon as you got a mural painted of you, they're going to go take pictures in front of it. Good God. Shit like that. Yeah. So I was like, yo, you're not going to show me love now. Just dance on my grave. Uh, because I'm pretty much calling it out. So yep. ten, when, whenever my time comes, uh, people go back and, and reflect on that album and be like, yo, he kind of called it. But a lot of the stuff that was on there was a lot of personal things that I had to uh, express. Stuff that I had to like, you know, stuff about my mom. Uh, stuff about my pops, uh, my kid, my kid's mom, yeah, uh, my upbringing, my sister, my thoughts on the, on the industry itself, uh, you know, crimes I committed, places I've been, uh, shit like that, where it was just a, a lot of the, the poison that I had been sitting on, I finally got to, you know, uh, <laughs> fucking spit that out. Yeah. So now I feel, I feel a lot healthier. Um, and, and luckily it's been able to help some people because they listen to it and it helps them process their bullshit too absolutely uh, the next stuff honestly is you know i'm going back to to uh the stuff that people like you know what i mean not because they like it but what they like me for yeah uh, i have uh i have an album with michael myers called double homicide uh, legendary west coast lyrics yeah hell yeah uh, i have uh, a ep with ag from digging in the crates wow legendary. wow yeah and um, I have uh, I have a single with uh, Razkaz and MCA coming out. Um, it's a West Coast kind of kind of song. Yeah, uh, I can get into that a little bit. Uh, and then I have a single in in progress with uh, Evidence, and uh, another single produced by AWOL One. So I'm trying to do less, but just bigger. You know what I mean? <laughs> Damn, bro! Talk about bigger. Talk about some. How did some of this stuff come together? Uh, the, the, the thing with Michael Myers, like that was, uh, it's been years. Like, you know, I was a fan on the wake up show, his albums, uh, all that big fan of him. And, um, back in the day, he would see me around when he, when he started coming around doing a lot and he ended up, uh, he's like, yo, what do you do? I see you everywhere. Cause I wasn't trying to wrap his ear off. And at the time I didn't really have much going on. As time went on, we ended up becoming cool. He heard some stuff. And just gradually, you know, we did a couple songs here and there, different albums. And then um, I, I approached him like, hey, look, uh, I feel like people like the combination that we bring. Uh, would you be open to doing a project? 
And he said, yeah. So we ended up working on an entire album. So we got Rusty Jokes, King Magnetic, Ed OG. Um, Good guy. Not too many guests. We got a few. Um, and uh, yeah, so that was that one with AG. Uh, I actually did a tour in Europe with him. That's where I met him with Elder Sensei. Shout out to both of them. Yep. And uh, from there, uh, we just kind of became cool. We came out to the West Coast. We hung out and uh, we just we knocked out an EP. Shout out to Omega. He produced the entire thing. I just got to finish knocking out some of my verses. And that should be on the way, hopefully, this year. My bad wow. about the fucking alarm. Should I close the door? Nah, it's all good, man. This is crappy awesome. close the door? Yeah, if you want. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that asshole is. But anyway, so, yeah, that's how... Uh, a lot of them are, are people that I met in person. Um, with Ev, it was a different situation because Ev actually... Uh, fuck this. This is annoying. Okay. Uh, when I said it. Boom. You did it with uh, your any, mind. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Ev, it was different because we had met a few times and Ev's more of a, a, you know, he's a, he's kind of an introvert, you know, he kind of keeps to himself. And I respect that because I'm like that in a lot of ways too. Yeah. Uh, you know, met him in Europe, here, LA, different places. And uh, I reached out because I felt like uh, on the production tip, I hadn't worked with somebody of that caliber yet. Uh, that's, you know, known, you know, alchemist things like the people, yeah. those guys. And uh, I reached out, so that's that's in progress. Wow, that's amazing. That seems long overdue too. I feel like that's like something people yeah, are really I don't want to disappoint anybody. You know what I mean? I don't want to disappoint anybody. So I'm trying to um, get back into uh, when I feel like I'm in at a hundred percent on the writing. Yeah, I'm ready. Because right now, you know, not to say that I'm not, but uh, sometimes I sit down and write, and I find myself writing about. Uh, the stuff that I already wrote as far as like the, the personal stuff. Yeah. And I, I kind of want to stray away from that for a bit, maybe circle back later on. Yeah. So, but you can only rap about how dope you are so many times. In my this opinion. is true. I agree. 100%. Yo, let me ask you this. Um, do you, how quick do songs come together for you? Like, is it, is there, is there an average time of how quick songs can come together? I wouldn't say an average. I think, uh, I think everybody's different, obviously. Like mm -hmm. sometimes I, uh, man on a good day, you know, I could crank out three or four, wow. uh, versus hooks, all that kind of shit. And, um, what do you call it? Uh, but yo, sometimes I, I have to fight to squeeze out four solid bars Wow. and, yeah, it's just like because you know you uh, you know if you when you care about your craft, you don't want to just shit things out. You yeah, know, you're like fuck. Like I fought to get those four out, but I stand by those four. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you um so, when when you look at like the state of like music right now, like you've always um like I've said, you've always been really honest about what's going on in music you're quick to call out stuff is there is there stuff that you like right now that that's like new and you're like oh shit i'm kind of into this like what what are you seeing out there that is at least encouraging to you as someone who loves hip-hop um like my son always plays stuff and i'm like oh who's that you know there's there's certain dudes like i'm a big fan of uh but there's there's a fine line 
so before I, you know, I'll let you guys know, you know, a couple of names like people yeah. that I think are dope. But for me, uh, one thing I learned early on was subconsciously, uh, you can you can actually, uh, without knowing it, have they have influence on your writing, absolutely, or your flow, your delivery. I agree. And uh, I think when you first start, that's usually the case because mm-hmm. you're listening to uh, Mob Deep or you're listening to Wu Tang or whoever tribe. Yeah. And you know, it's got a little bit of influence on you. But once I realized that. And I was like, oh, shit. I had other dudes tell me. They're like, yeah, this is when I was trying to rap like Prodigy, things like that. And you're like, oh, shit. OK. Uh, so there's stuff that I'll hear and be like, damn, that's dope. But I don't sit with it and really digest it. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. So, just so it don't push me in that direction uh, creatively. I feel that. Uh, but uh, I'll say, like, I'm a big fan of Freddie Gibbs. Uh, I like yeah. Freddie Gibbs. I like Cole. Uh, you know, Mac Miller's really dope. You know, I slept on him when he first came out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's certain people that, um, uh, Shane Noir is dope. Uh, yeah, there's, there's certain people where I hear it and I'm like, yo, that fuck yeah, that's what's up. Like, it makes you feel like, all right, cool. It's still in good hands, you know? Yes. People still care about this shit. I agree. And, uh, and it's encouraging for me because I'm like, all right, cool. And the dope thing is like a rock Marciano, let's say. Somebody who's, uh. He's went through all these different obstacles in the industry, you know, different deals, different labels, different mentors, different whatever. Yeah. Fuck, look where he is, bro. He's he's he created a lane to where there's so many rappers east, west, wherever the fuck you're from. Dudes trying to produce like him, rap like him, like duh. And he had a he had to crawl his way through the shit. Uh, to get to where he is. So that's a big inspiration too. Not necessarily musically, because I don't want to rap like him. Cause there's only one fucking rock Marciano, but the process, the progress yeah. that those are people where I'm like, fuck yeah, that's what's up. Planet yeah, Asia is another one. I can see, um, I can see remnants of like their journeys and stuff, like in the stuff that you're doing. I'm telling you this, man. And again, it's like, I just, I feel like people don't get to hear it enough, but as someone who's like, you know, I spent my last six, seven years just studying this scene and 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 the scenes uh, adjacent and people in different cities. And bro, you are going to be undoubtedly, unless you decide to just stop. But undoubtedly, you are that. Like you are going to be that. You're on your. For many people, you already are that. You are that inspiration. And um, one of the things I wanted to share with you is I always think this is a trip because this has been able to happen to a few of my friends. Now I've watched them go through this, but I see the new, I see the new pause ones coming up, like the kids who are obviously influenced by you and it's dope. But I mean, there's, there's kids that are obviously you've influenced a whole generation of artists that are like listen to you and they're young and they're they want to follow in your footsteps so that's crazy when i when i can go to a show and see an artist and go like oh he definitely listens to pause and he's young so he's gonna figure it out but he's listening to pause i could tell he's listening to pause you know what i mean that's crazy because you know what like i guess uh it's it's a uh there's pros and cons to it but i care so much about you know certain shit that i I'm oblivious to those things. Like I'm not really paying attention to that kind of shit. Yep. Uh, but I've been told certain things by certain people, you know, how, you know, you're held in a certain regard and it, yeah. it's definitely appreciated. And with something like that, uh, it just means that I have to lead by example. Like I can't let certain shit fly. I can't let people down. Like I got to maintain, uh, you know, like you said, if I were to just blatantly stop, I, I said the other day, I got about two good years left. 
And I only say that because, uh, you know, you get to a certain point where you're like, all right, look, I've dedicated so much to this. Uh, I don't make music that sells. That's the bottom line. Like I sell music. Don't get me wrong. I'm not completely broke. Yeah. But I don't create the type of music that sells well. And, uh, because, and I refuse to just completely change my character, change my sound to, uh, to appeal and to sell. Uh, but I've, I've embraced that. So I'm like, all right, look, well, if the people feel that strongly about me, I think they're going to have to start showing that financially. I agree. Yes. Buying yes. shit, sharing, I agree. even sharing stuff. Like, you know, before, before you didn't hear about somebody and someone was like, yo, you ever heard of Onyx? Yo, you ever heard of this guy, that guy? You were told about people and people were proud of their music collection. Like, yo, I fuck with this dude. Like, uh, you ever heard of Big Pun? You ever heard of Beat Nuts? You know, there were certain people that, uh, you know, Dell, you know, uh, casual. Yeah. Anyway, and you were like, fuck yeah. Like that, that was, those are like superheroes. Like, yo, you, you, you bet you stake your reputation on their bars, their music. Yeah. And uh, I feel like if I don't see that coming soon from enough people, I might just kind of leave them with these other people that are the opposite because I have, I see them embracing what they do, sharing what they do. And it's like, well, you guys have already somewhat chosen. So I refuse to grow old, uh, holding on to this code that people obviously don't give a fuck about. You know what I'm saying? What is a, what is a retired pause one look like? I mean, what do you, what are you doing? What does a retired pause one do? I mean, if if I were to stop doing this, I mean, truthfully, like I'd always create just because yeah. I like doing it. Yeah. But I don't think I'd I'd really put shit out publicly. It would be something where it's like, yo, you want it, you gotta come, you gotta come to my fucking house. I'll give you a burn CD or bring me a flash drive. <laughs> Straight up, bro. That that would be it. That would be it. You wanna yeah. you wanna sprinkle a little bit of throw some money in my pocket? Great. Um other than that, I don't fuck everybody. Why the fuck am I putting this out if people aren't really gonna support it? You know what I mean? Five bucks for a CD, that's not a lot. Yeah. You know, uh, 10 bucks for this. You know, it's just, it, it's crazy. So I would just delve into other stuff. I always like to draw, do other things. So I would definitely find something else to uh, pursue that's a little more lucrative than rap shit. You know what I mean? I feel you. Well, speaking of, um, we've told you this from, I think, the very first podcast you ever came on with us is that you should have a podcast. This motherfucker finally has a podcast. Um, yeah. How's that journey been? Is it good? Is it, do, you, do you like it? Are you having fun? I am. It's a, it's a new experience because, you know, I've done interviews like on both sides mm-hmm. and uh, that part is fun. But I think the approach that, that I wanted to take that was different was I wanted to interview people that uh, I feel like like if hip hop is like the the, the bonfire, uh, everybody that's around it warming their hands. Like that guy's a chef. That guy does tattoos. Yeah, she's a yeah. barber or, or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she paints. Like I wanted those people who have been around hip hop and, and that's dope. or have done or have done it. Produced, DJ, they break dance, but they do other things fashion, whatever. I kind of wanted to give them a platform. So it's not so much, um, uh, me just interviewing, you know, uh, people that, that just rap or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I get a lot of inspiration. I got a whole wall covered in stickers, you know, uh, album covers behind me, things like that. Like that's inspiration to me, the visuals, uh, seeing somebody, you know, B boy, B girl, a DJ killing a set, all that is inspiring. Um, you know, 
clean haircut, uh, clean beard, like, you know, nice, just all that shit is inspiring. Like, yeah. how did you do that? What do you put as much into that as I put as, as much into this rap shit? And then you find out people truly do like, they that's actually so dope. really, and that's what I, I want to hear those stories. And, uh, so I've used that for that recently. Uh, I've given one of my friends an opportunity to kind of clear his name. Like I touched on earlier, but that's not the focus. The focus is definitely not just shitting on people. It's, it's mainly to, to spotlight and highlight people that contribute to the culture, but not necessarily the four or five elements. Yeah. Yeah. Box, but yeah. Yeah. And, and they're, they're usually like, at least I've come to find like a lot of those people, they really are the foundation of like, like none of us get to do the things we want to do. Like if they're not in their place, you know what I mean? I think that's super dope, man. Um, yes. And well, way overdue motherfucker, way overdue. I've been saying this forever. Pause one needs a podcast. I'm so happy that it's finally (laughs) happening. Um, and how can people catch it? I know you're doing it like you're doing it sporadic. You're doing it here and there. Like when, when can people catch it or where can they go? I do Sundays, uh, at noon on Twitch and on YouTube. And it's P-A-W-Z, the number one podcast, all one word. Uh, search it on both platforms. And, uh, yeah, I'm just going to keep bringing people content. I have my boy Sev Rocca coming on this Sunday. Uh, he's a gourmet chef and a graph writer. Wow. Uh, so he's going to, you know, touch on both. You know, I have my, my boy Tyler. He's a bartender. He's bartended some uh, private events, you know, rubbing shoulders and serving drinks to uh, celebrities. So I'm sure he's got some interesting stories. Uh, people like that. But yeah, that, that's, that's what's coming up. That's super dope, man. Dude, thank you so much for taking the time, bro. Um, I want to tell you this, bro, and I want to do this in public so that we everybody knows. I want you, bro, honestly, you, you for sure have supported us from day one. You have an open door policy on this show anytime dog like yeah i don't give a fuck what it is if you're like yo i need to get some shit off my chest i want to come on the show come on the show bro that's for real i'm telling you right now like it's that's what it's it it is for you you can come on anytime i appreciate that i guess yeah right now currently the the main thing is uh you know just kind of uh you know touching on the subject uh you know, there's there's somebody in the game that's kind of been bad mouthing a lot of people. And uh, I feel like it's time for them to go. It's just time for them to go, because like you said, there's versions of me out there, a younger generation. There's definitely a younger generation of of, of him yep. and his girls, uh, uh, an example of that. And I, I feel like not enough people. I'm getting a ton of DMs and text messages, people saying, like, yo, dude's been corny, et cetera, et cetera. But I feel like they got to be publicly executed and exiled yes. one the other just so uh just so people know like hey man this shit is not tolerated to be running off of people's money turning around lying calling police doing things like that so that's that's really the one thing and like you know some people were saying well yo what's the uh what's the point dudes are nobody and i'm like yeah but he's encouraging kids that might be somebody mm. and they might think that that's the way to be i hear you and you know they kind of look you know and these are the same people saying, well, you're wasting your time and this and that. But as soon as two celebrities go at it, they're right there in the mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like, yo, you're fucking contradicting yourself. But right now, that's pretty much the agenda is, is trying to trying to get rid of people that are doing foul shit just so uh, it doesn't it doesn't keep happening to us, the younger generation and things like that. But 
on a positive note, doing the podcast, more music is dropping. I appreciate you guys. I want to have you guys on the show to talk about the consistency because shit, like I said, uh, I don't even, I don't know if we were live yet, uh, but I was saying like, yo, you guys were ahead of the curve on this shit. So big ups on that. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, man, I'd be honored. Um, guys at pause one P A W Z the number one, follow him, support him. We support him. We, I, I'm telling you guys right now, platform collection, we have pause ones back. If you don't like pause one, I don't really like you. That's just the truth. It's that's there's a few there's few people in the industry that I use as a litmus test and pause is one of those dudes. Um, and and if you don't think he's funny, I think yeah, I probably couldn't kick it with you either because then you got a bad sense of humor. <laughs> so, yeah, we have a good time, bro. There's there's truthfully, bro. There's not that many people that I don't like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I, I want everybody to succeed. You know. Because it's just inspiring to me, you know, whether we do the same thing or not, you know, rap, et cetera. I just I want to see people win as long as they're not fucking scumbags, you know, I feel you, dog. Um, and again, like I said, open policy, guys, follow everything. Pause one does. Thank you so much, bro. We'll Appreciate talk soon. You, bro. you guys have a good one. You too, bro. Stay safe. Peace. Yep. Peace. That's that's my boy. Pause one, man. I, I got to tell you, dog, like he's one of the people that I truly love his music. I love what he does. I love his art. Um. And for me, he's he's just a dude who speaks truth, you know. Um, it, does pause one rub people the wrong way sometimes? I guess. It, this is what I'm telling you. It's just never happened to me. And I see myself as a stand-up dude. So I think you guys got to do the math a little bit. I'm just saying. I'll stand by that shit. But uh, yeah, support him, P-A-W-Z, number one. Um, and, and you know what? He said something super important. If you're his fan and you're one of those people, because I, I see a lot of them. I see a lot of them. Yo, pause one is dope. Pause one. Dude, buy some merch. Buy some shit, dog. Like, you understand these artists have to put some gas in their car to get to your spot, right? Or to the studio to record the music that you like. That stuff has to happen. So you got to help them out. Please. You know what I mean? Especially if you feel like that art is a soundtrack to your life or you use it to hype yourself up or to motivate yourself. All those things are tools, man. And uh, unfortunately, people think they're free sometimes and they're not. They cost the artist a lot to make. So support Pause One. Um, go there now. Go buy some shit. I'm going to buy a Pause One shirt. Watch. I'm going to wear it on uh, Chrissy's The Internet. That's my word. You'll see. So check it out. Uh, PlatformCollection.com. Go there. Um, and then check out all the other shows. And then check out me Sundays, 7 p.m. Check it out. Uh, Chris sees the internet. And uh, every other Wednesday over at Tumex TV on YouTube for Tumex Cinema with my co-host, uh, Parker Edison. And uh, don't forget Mike Mackey over there on Chris sees the internet. One of the greatest co-hosts of all time. Him and Parker should fight. Not for co-hosts, just to fight. But uh, we'll see you guys next time, man. Uh, cover your mouth.